name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. Sometime after the founder of Walt Disney World, Walt, passed on, his wife was approached, Lillian Disney, by a gentleman who made the remark, isn't it a shame that Walt never got the opportunity to see his dream fulfilled? Taken back by his comment, Lillian responded to say, oh, sir, the only reason why you see Walt Disney World is because he saw it first. This morning, we're going to be talking more about the idea of hope. What is hope anyway? Hope is a confident expectation of something better than you're now experiencing. That could be in your marriage, if you're marriage, that could be in the financial arena, that could be in your physical wellness, any area of your life, I'm certain if you're like me, can improve. Secondly, we're going to discover how hope is seen. Initially, our hope or our expectation is something that we see in concept only. And the more you and I commit our attention and design a better future, the more the passion will burn toward that end. And lastly, how is hope encouraged? I'm reminded about a story. The gentleman's name is Ed Milet. And Ed Milet coined a phrase that states, touching the dream. Earlier on, when Ed Milet and his wife had begun their marriage, and he in sales, their financial strength was small. But his desire to live oceanfront in California was growing. So what he'd do whenever he had a good month or two, his wife and himself, of course, would go down and take up accommodations on oceanfront property. 
through a course of however long, they became more and more familiar with this setting. And this desire began to burn all the more. Certain things like, hello, Mr. Ed Milet, and he responding in kind, over time made him or helped him feel more emotionally as if he belonged in this reality more so than the reality that he had been experiencing to date. Now, to fast forward that idea, Mr. Ed Milet now is worth $400 million. Now you say, certainly it doesn't always have to be about money. And I agree. I'm not saying that it need be. Money is often just easily quantifiable. So he closed the gap from the experience that he was having. And over time, he became the man who owned oceanfront property. That's thrilling to me. The reason being is a lot of us, and I'm sure I speak for more than just myself, didn't come up in ideal surroundings. Maybe you had a single family dynamic, or maybe you were foster or adopted. Whatever the reality was that you grew up in, it does not have to be where you end. You can traverse from where you are to where you decide or design to be. And hope is the idea that gives you a clear mental picture of what's possible and that possibility if personalized when personalized can become a burning desire that will orient your life toward your coveted your coveted best secondly let's discuss for a moment the idea that hope is unseen initially. Well, an individual doesn't hope for something that they already possess. An individual doesn't desire something that they're already experiencing. So initially, some possibility of better, perhaps it's inspired by a role model, it's inspired by a book, it's inspired by associations that you have. They suggest to you, or you begin to think that what I'm experiencing now is not all there is to experience. So the more and more you attend to that idea, and as I said, initially, that's an internal concept first you may even desire, decide to commit it to paper. In fact, I charge you to do just that. On paper, you can see initially what it is that you're choosing to become. If it's weight that you want to release, then instead of seeing yourself now as 
250 pounds or 225 pounds, you'd write, I am happily enjoying my ideal weight of 185 pounds and feeling the flexibility and the freedom that comes along with that new reality. By this, you are painting a new reality. And over time, if attended to, it will replace the former reality that you've become familiar with. Now, no one can do that for you. The challenge with motivation is that it's much like a shower. Every day, you'll constantly need another one. So I'm encouraging you, as I'm encouraging myself, to begin to be a source of encouragement to yourself and with the practices that you keep, whether that's journaling, whether that's reading or listening to audios on an ongoing basis. There are countless people that are now experiencing the reality the reality that you would prefer practice hearing listening becoming familiar with new material that's the way we recondition our self-concept no one i repeat can do this job for you this is the responsibility of every individual who will choose better in any area of his or her life. Thirdly, how is it encouraged? We chatted just a bit about that in our last point. However, we'll go a bit further into that now. If the associations that you now have are not moving in a direction that you would prefer, even if you at the moment don't have any forward motion. The more you interact with people that are where you'd like to be, you begin to think, take on habits, patterns of thought that you otherwise would not have had. No man is an island. And if you think that you can do it, whatever your defined it is alone, you're deceiving yourself. You're deceiving yourself. And no man needs to take this course or journey by himself. So find some people that are heading in the direction that you'd like to travel and get in the car with them. By that, I mean... Be willing to be uncomfortable long enough for you to learn new skills, new ideas, new vocabulary, new ways of thinking that'll support who you're decided to become in efforts to release who you have practiced likely for a very long time. There's more to be had. There's more to be experienced. 
but the choice will forever and always be a very personal choice. I am reminded about an expression that I learned some time ago, and it states that people only change for two reasons. I know you're very much interested to hear these two reasons. Those two reasons are they learn enough that they're inspired to change or they've been hurt enough that the pain of where, where they are now has become so overwhelming that it demands change. So we change for two reasons and two reasons alone. Either that's inspiration or that's pain. Now, I'm sure I'm not speaking to just myself when I say this. I have repeated some mistakes in my life over and over again. Why? Well, as we alluded to earlier, we've practiced this way of thinking and being for so long over a course, it becomes who you are. And that won't change, can't be altered unless there is a conscious decision to do so. And even with that conscious decision, there'll need be adjustment along the way. There'll need be a resistance to what I call the enemy of expectation, which is disappointment. Everyone experiences disappointment in a variety of different ways most days. But your job, my job, is to decide what it is that you have chosen to do, be, or have and remain committed to that idea. Even if, and if I may say vulnerably, there will be times when you may shed a tear. There will be times when you'll need to talk to a supportive voice. That's normal. Allow yourself to become familiar with the unfamiliarity of changing. Now, everyone here, again, as I said before, has their own right to choose. No one can choose your thought patterns for you. How about I say it this way? If you spend four, five, and six hours in a given day listening to television programming or the news, it is quite possible that someone else is prompting 
your way of thinking without your consent. It's very interesting that, I don't know if they still call it this way, but in times past, it was called television programming. And over a course of time, one can become quite pessimistic and have no real resolve to make any notable changes because the news or oftentimes our peer groups always have the narrative in mouth that the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Well, the sky hasn't fallen yet. And I am not making light of temporary challenges. However, it's those that see beyond temporary challenges that excel in life, leave a legacy for their children and the world. Those are the ones that are worth emulation. We are not of the herd pattern of thinking. We are striking a new course, following our heart, correcting along the way, and remaining committed. I'm thrilled that you have taken this time with me. Thank you so very much for having me. And remember, hope is a decided, designed expectation of better. You see it inwardly first, and it's encouraged by your relationships and your words. It's been a pleasure.